Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Meet Me in Taipei. This is Jacqueline, and this is Janice, and we're super happy to be back here on podcast with everyone. <laughs> Yay! So sadly, Janice is back in Taiwan, so we're doing this through Zoom, but it's okay because our heart is connected. <laughs> She's right. Yeah. So as our episode seventy-seven topic for this week is quarter life crisis. Our bipolar sleeping schedules. <laughs> Before we start, again, we would like to say that COVID vaccinations and how we uh, we would like to talk about get your booster, get get your vaccines because COVID is declining, but we still kind we still want everyone to be safe and take care of yourself and people around you. So, as for today's topic, I'm pretty sure or people a lot like people around our age or like people that are you know like our friends or whatever. Everyone's kind of struggling with sleeping schedules, don't you think so, Janice? Yeah, I think especially like a lot of our habits have carried over from like college or like when we were younger, and after we start working, you know, like we kind of find that like we have to distinguish between like. Oh, this is like what our sleeping schedule was like, and then this is how we have to be like moving forward.、Mm-hmm. So it's 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 kind of hard,、um, especially in the first few years after college. But I think a lot of people still have like sleeping, like weird sleeping schedules, or like especially during the weekday and like during the weekend.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talking about insomnia, what is insomnia? It is very common sleep disorder that often caused by stress or anxieties or like anything that maybe depression or even. So sometimes, like for instance, people be like, "Oh, I can't fall asleep because something's going on in my life." Something very, um, I would say very common, but it's also a disorder that a lot of people are struggling with. So for those who don't know, there are actually three types of insomnia. First one is transient insomnia, which is. What happens、uh, less than the week, so I would say it's not as bad. And what is the second one, Janice? The second one is called acute insomnia. Acute insomnia is basically a short-term insomnia that can last from a few days to a few weeks. It's actually the most common type of insomnia, and it's also sometimes just like it can be referred to as adjustment insomnia because. Sometimes when you're stressed, or sometimes when you're going through like a very big thing in your life,、um, that's usually what happens. But it's very short term, and it can be fixed like quite commonly after a after a month or so. And、mm-hmm. the third one, Jacqueline, what do you like? It's called chronic insomnia. What do you think that is? Chronic insomnia. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure it's like long term insomnia that a, not a lot of people are struggling with. But if you're struggling with We highly recommend you to visit maybe a doctor, a psychiatrist, or even a therapist because that means you're struggling with maybe depression or even some kind of like、um, illnesses that you don't. That is kind of like frustrating you be of you going through such insomnia. So, thank God, I think none of us are struggling with insomnia. But it's not like you're not going to be. You're not weird if you're struggling with one of them because sometimes things do go through in your life and. It is very hard to control how your body handles everything. So, question to all the insomnia that we just listed out: Why do we have trouble sleeping, Janice?、Um, I mean, there's a number of reasons that you, I'm pretty sure you, like all of us, know, and you've actually just brought up a few. Stress is definitely one of them.、Uh, depression, when you're going through a very big life event, that can cause insomnia. Anxiety can cause a lot of insomnia, and jet lag can also cause insomnia. 
or if there's like a lot of typically if there's a very big life event going on for example like you moving to a new country or a death of a family member or maybe just like different variables in your life can cause short-term or long-term insomnia what do you think Jacqueline? I yeah like I think it's very common because I struggle with insomnia sometimes and mostly it's because either personal matters or I would say like work stress or school stress because I tend to be very I'm pretty much a perfectionist so I want everything to be perfect in my way so when things aren't really following what I plan to be I tend to have trouble sleeping and I would say for my case is definitely intransient like transient if if you want to put into that category and I do have trouble sleeping sometimes when stress just happened to be in my life and do you think it get worse with age I do think it gets worse with age or it changes um, when you get older. For example, like the amount of sleep that you need and like obviously, you know, like stress going on in your life. But as an infant, as a baby, you need like, for example, like nine to 12 hours of sleep. And then when you're a teenager, you need like maybe 10 to sleep. When you're older, you tend to need less sleep. So for example, right now, I'm actually, I can function every day from five to six hours of sleep. And maybe other people may need like six to eight hours. And then when you're older, like 50s or 60s, you sleep even less. So I do think the quality and the amount of time that you need to sleep kind of like changes as you age. Yeah, because I was so confused how like some infants sleep around 7 p.m. That's literally when I eat my dinner. And I used to just, like, because sometimes we'll just visit, like, family friends who have babies. And I was just like, wait, they're sleeping already? And they're like, yeah, they sleep at 7 and then wake up at, like, 7 or 8 a.m. Which is, the, that's kind of like a 12-hour sleep, which I don't usually do that. And, like, we don't have time to do that. But, like, looking at how my parents wake up at, like, 5 a.m. and go to sleep at, like, let's say maybe 12 or 1 a.m. Just, like, or maybe like 11. I'm just like, how they do that? Like, they don't really sleep as much anymore. And I think studies are saying that a person needs at least seven hours of sleep a day <laughs> to get through the day. So I try to yeah. do that. Yeah. So, okay. So there are a lot of reasons why I can't sleep. And one of the, like the most dumbest reasons that I'm going to list it out is watching horror movies. Because... You know, every I love watching horror movies, but every time after watching horror movies, it takes me like <laughs> at least a whole week for me to settle in my own bed because I will be thinking that, okay, maybe that like monsters are going to grab me like at night or when I sleep or something, <laughs> something like that. Or like someone's going to be at the back of the door, you know, waiting for me. I just tend to have a lot of imaginations from time to time. But also, like, I would say, you know, stress from school or even just, like, hanging out with friends at night. And there's one story that I want to share. It's that it happened in, back in college, and I decided to do that. So I decided to pull all-nighter, basically, for one of my communication exam. And I didn't know what all-nighter was back in college. So mm-hmm. my friend was just saying that, oh, you know, like, everyone's pulling all-nighter for exam why don't you do that as well so that was the very first time I was like all right you know what I have an exam tomorrow at 9 a.m so let me just pull all-nighter and see how this works out so Mm -hmm. that day I just went to we have a library called Lockwood Library so a lot of people go there because it's 24 hours Mm -hmm. and on I think starting third floor there is cubicles falling around the entire 
you know the entire floor mm-hmm. and so I just went on third floor and I would I wouldn't say Lockwood is clean but I would say it's definitely the kind of comfortable because you have your own space so I went up mm-hmm. to third floor and I chose a spot that was next to the elevator mm-hmm. escalator sorry elevator elevator is the word <laughs> uh-huh so I chose the one next to uh, elevator and I just like open uh, I just like open my computer and like I just kind of set everything out because you know like I like to have everything set on front of me when I'm studying mm-hmm. open my notes and everything so I think I start studying around 10 p.m or something and mm-hmm. I think I need to leave around 8 a.m. So I was just like there a whole night, I think. But I wasn't really I wasn't really focusing on studying because I feel like I have so much like I have so many hours left. My I might as well just like maybe chill for a little bit before I actually start studying. So I mm-hmm. think I was just like going through all my notes and going through the study guides and seeing what is gonna happen. And it wasn't communication one on one. I don't even know why I stay whole all nighter for girl. <laughs> Shut yeah. But I just wanted to experience that all-nighter feeling. So I Yeah, think, I get it. Especially during college, you know? Yeah. And then, like, I think around 4 a.m., my brain is just telling me that, okay, Jacqueline, this... Pulling all-nighter is not your thing. Because I literally cannot. I just cannot focus what I was doing. And, like, I think I was going through all, like, the vocabularies and just, like, going through all the pages and going through what are the questions that possibly going to be on the exam and then I think around 7 a.m I just left all my stuff inside of cubicles because normally people just leave their stuff inside of cubicles and they go out to the student union and buy themselves food or something so that's what I did so I walked mm-hmm. down and I went to the student union and I got myself like um Tim Hortons we we have Tim Hortons back in school and I just oh came God. back yeah yeah so good and so I came back <laughs> I was just like, okay, so since I study, quote-unquote study, for the whole night, I might as well just, like, have a nice breakfast while watching some shows before my exam. So I did that. And after I finished my breakfast, I just, like, kind of just, like, grab everything and get ready to go to class. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to do too well on that exam because (laughs) I need sleep. Yeah, girl, no shit. Yeah. I I can't believe you went straight to the exam yeah and I was like oh my god okay this is like the worst experience ever so I just didn't really think all-nighter was my thing and I also heard that um right before exam you actually need to sleep even you think you probably are gonna forget everything that you study yeah I think you need to sleep before taking an exam yeah so bad example (laughs) but what about you I can't believe you did that yeah that was uh my choice of not trying to sleep back in college but what about you Janice so, so um I think I've actually always had trouble sleeping when I was like ever since I was young. I think it's actually um just trying to cuz my grandma, my grandma doesn't really sleep. My dad doesn't really sleep and I think I kind of I kind of it actually kind of like passed on to me. My grandma and my dad and me, we also we all need to take melatonin to be able to sleep. So it's actually been like a reoccurring problem. But I think the most annoying part of me not being able to sleep or not having a normal sleeping schedule is I am in Asia. My work is in the States. And then that means that I have to kind of pull an all-nighter every single day from like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. basically. And that's basically just work. Like I will be working. I'll be like 
attending meetings during that eight hours. And that kind of just, you know, it messes up your like circadian routine. And then I sleep from 6 a.m. to 11 or 12 p.m. It's just annoying because I think your body gets really messed up. But aside from those two things, I think I've been, I have a pretty normal sleeping schedule if my routine is pretty normal. Like the entire time that I was in the States for the past like couple of months, I've been sleeping at 11 or 12 p.m. and I'm waking up at like 6 or 7 a.m. I Before I start, like I even just want to say like I don't know how you do that for just like working and like working from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. and then sleep from 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. Like I've always been really confused. Like even when you're here, I'm just like, how do you do that? (laughs) I I don't know. Trust me. I have no idea how I do it. (laughs) So I think my other stories are just so like it's like. I think recently I've been like stressed because I'm currently in this one journalism class that we have to, we're producing a podcast for my journalism class. And I think it's more so kind of like I'm a reporter, so I'm looking for resources and information that I can actually obtain from people that, you know, people from like the real world people. And not everyone would want to cooperate with you because Mm -hmm. it kind of like invade their privacies or anything like that. So I'm pretty stressed recently and every time so when I'm stressed I can't sleep not just I can't sleep let's say when my body alarm just tells me to wake up at like 7 or 8 a.m I jump up Mm -hmm. and I just can't go back to sleep again and the first thing I do in the morning is to check my phone Mm -hmm. so it's pretty annoying and I I tend to have like light nightmares so like I will be sleeping, but my body knows that my entire body is not sleeping. So I'll be having, like, when I wake up, I have, like, very, very sore back. Mm, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. I think it really affects your body, like, later on in your, like, like, it affects other parts of your bodies if you don't sleep well. For example, like, brain fog or, like, an ability to concentrate, et cetera, et cetera. So it really, you really do have to prioritize, like, quality of sleep. So with all these problems or like all the stories that we have, I'm pretty sure like people that you like for you that are listening right now, you definitely have gone through um, trouble with sleeping and like hard to cope with good quality sleep, you know. So Mm -hmm. Janice and I want to share with you guys, how do we help to combat this situation and what is the best way to do? So Janice, what is how do you usually um, sort these kind of problems when you're struggling with sleep? Mm, so like I have a, it's actually not that great. Um, so guys, don't do this. But uh, I've been kind of relying on like melatonin because your body naturally produces melatonin. But um, it, in order to get that melatonin to come out like faster or to increase the amount of melatonin production in your body, you're able to take melatonin like gummies or melatonin like pills to help you sleep faster and to help you have a better quality of sleep. So I've been doing that in addition to kind of just because of my work schedule in Taiwan and just because if I want to fall asleep faster. <laughs> and that actually does help. I just don't recommend it for long-term usage because that by itself can mess up your body's own production of melatonin. But in my case, it actually does help. So I've been doing that for a little bit. And then what about you, Jacqueline? Like, What other like ways have you been trying to sleep or like to have better quality sleep. So I have Alexa and whenever I go back home or back into my room, I just ask Alexa to play like soft jazz music or like chill lo-fi hip hop, whatever. And 
I bought this diffuser, um, and then, like, inside the scent, you can just pick whatever you want, you know, you can buy the scent separately, so then it makes your entire room smell differently, and then ha- has that kind of, like, scent makes you want to sleep, and before the diffuser, I actually bought myself pillow spray, and I spray on my pillow before I go to sleep, and it's a lavender scent. Mm, yeah, yeah, I know, I, I love that, actually, it smells so yeah. good. or i think recently someone kind of recommended me to watch this netflix for sleeping and then it's only like 10 to 15 minutes so you just play it next to you before you go to sleep it's called it's called headspace go to netflix and then watch this it usually just takes you like 10 to 15 minutes and you can decide which one you want to go for tonight let's say anxieties it just guides you I think I remember one time I tried it and then I was just like kind of like breathing and then relaxing and I literally fell asleep within five to ten minutes. So that was really fast. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Um, Headspace is actually it's it's a really good startup. Um, and then it's a lot. It actually does help a lot of people like manage their sleeping schedule. And I think it actually came out like it came out last year, I think. Yeah. 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 And then it was like. It's actually really cool because I was involved in a company that did something like this and it really does help people like relax and kind of like control their breathing and yeah, control their breathing and like being able to fall asleep faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it does, it does work. I just, I've never tried it either. So I might, I might try it. You should try it because it's pretty useful and like it works really well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so too. Another um, way that I have found is to actually Aside from like kind of just like exert your energy a lot more during the day, taking a very hot bath actually works too because a bath kind of releases all your like antitoxins in your body. Um, and then because of how high the temperature is, it's higher than your body temperature. It actually kind of just, you know, makes you want to go to sleep faster. So I think that does help <laughs> in my yeah. case. Yeah, if people want to try it out too. Yeah, like detox, like what we do, like, you know, we, we go to sauna in our room and just like sweat everything out. Yeah, I actually do like. I really enjoy. I I can fall asleep in a sauna at night. I really? Realize. When yeah. I'm really tired, I'm able to do it. I think yeah. When I'm like really tired and I have like a towel underneath my back, probably mm-hmm. I can do that. But I think I tend to get very heated or like my I get very like agitated when I'm like in a very heated room. So I don't think oh, I can really I fall asleep. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I fall asleep like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's um a lot of like a lot of times like for example, people have trouble sleeping or people have like people don't have like a very good quality of sleep. This is what we would recommend to people and what has worked for us. I think as you get older, you don't really have the luxury of like having good quality sleep all the time, especially during the weekday because of work stress or because of anxiety. It depends from person to person. Mhm kind of like take that into account and try it out sometime if you can't fall asleep as fast as you can but yeah this is what me and Jacqueline have came up with um and again like thank you for listening for our next topic um we will be touching on something that is actually a lot heavier from our previous topics uh we're going to talk about grief whether however you want to kind of take that up by and remember to tune in every Sunday on Meet Me in Taipei on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast at 9 p.m. And again, this is Janice. And this is Jacqueline. And we hope to see you guys next week on Meet Me in Taipei. Bye. Bye, guys.